The last thing we were discussing was that Mishnah on Kaf Gimla Mudbet. We said case number one was a person who's Mekadesh, one of the sisters. He just didn't know which one. He'd give to Kitin, or he'd, and if he died, he has one brother, he'd give Halitza. And if there's a second brother, once the Halitza was done, um, the second brother could do Yibum with uh, the other sister because one way or another she's okay. Then the Mishnah explained that if both were Meyabem, then we're not Motsi Meyadam. And we brought the same case with two strangers who were Mekadesh, two sisters, we don't know who. And same idea, we're, we're never, that if two brothers did the Yibum, we're not being Motsi from, uh, the, we're not going to be Motsi the, the Yabama from them because there is a chance that it is okay. And the last thing we left off, the Gemara explained that last uh, piece was uh, even if they were Kohanim and their Safek Halutza, we said a Safek Halutza is only it's only a Safek Derabanan. Halutza is a Derabanan, we proved, and it's a Safek Derabanan, and Hachamim were not Kozret to be Motzi in a case where it's a Safek Derabanan. Okay, with that, we're starting with the Mishnah Kavdal Ramud Aleph, Mitzvah Bagadolei Abim, Ve'im Kadama Katan Zacha. It's a mitzvah for the older brother to do the yibum, the oldest uh, surviving brother to be meabem, and if not, if the younger brother jumped in, well, he's uh, okay. Now the Ramban and the Ritva mentioned that listen, the brother gets fir- the older brother gets first rights. That's when he's raui, meaning he's not too old, he's not sick. Uh, that makes more sense. But uh, then he gets first right. But if another brother is more hagun to this uh, girl for whatever age reason or my financial reason, whatever the reason that Betin would figure out, then it says uh, he goes first. And here's the question is if the older brother wants to do Halitza and the younger brother wants to do Yibum, who we're going to go by. And that's something that Rishonim will get into. And it's very interesting Kushia. But let's start the Gemara. Tanu Rabbanan. Person comes and uh, does he boom and says Vaya Bechor Mikan Shemitzva Bagadol Leabem. The older brother has to do Yibum. Asher Teled, what's Asher Teled? Prat Lailonit. Sheen Yoled. So we learn from here it has to be a lady who can have children. Yakum al Shem Ahiv. What does that part mean? Lenahala. He has to be a brother who's able to get a yibum. Is that for Yerusha purposes, inheritance purposes, or it's only, you know, that if you have a baby, you have to call it by the other brother's name. Yosef, right? If the guy's name, if the the, the, the met is named Yosef, call it not Yosef, they call the baby Yosef, Yohanan, call it not Yohanan, and so on so, and so forth. The Gemara explains Neymar Khan Yakum Al Shemahiv Venimalanan Al Shemahim Ikare Ubenahalata Menashanafim will be called uh, by their brothers uh Legabenahala. Now the Gemara is bringing this Gzashava Ahiv Ahem Ma Shema Mur Lehala Nahala the same way of here by Menashanafim it's Nahala Av Shema Mul Khan Legabei Boom it's Lenahala Now it says Veloi Maheshemo was the Prat the Saris Shemo Mahoy Saris, he can't have kids, so therefore his name is already erased. But the Met or the Yabam Saris, uh, the, you know, the, the name is erased. Amarava, 
In general, when you when we when when we're doing psukim, you still have to have pshat in the pasuk. Comes the gzera shava and takes the 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 pshat of the pasuk where it says Yakum al shem achiv right? It totally takes it out of uh, out of context, and uh, the meaning there's no mitzvah to call him by the actual name of his brother. Now the Gemara asks, Wait, you you, you would now without this gzera shava, you would have actually thought that you have to name the, this uh, this kid after his uh, uncle. Leman kamazhar. So if that's the case, who, who's the azhara going to when we're doing the mitzvah? Who's the mitzvah going on? You have to call this kid after your brother. You have to say uh, uh, this kid. That's the way they write the pasuk. If you want to tell me it's Nazarat Betin, it should say he should be named after his uncle. Rather, we have to say that it's going on the Yabam. And it's not going on name; it's going on the fact that the Yakum Lenaham, the Shem over here is Lenahala. So then, why is Rava coming to say that it came out of? The, we're leaving Pshat of the pasuk. Nigma explains. Really, technically, we could uh, we could call it the Alegabe Shem. We could say it's about the name. And Azara is on Betin. So you said it should be named after his uncle Hashem Achiaviv. Vidilma, maybe this is what it means. Vidilma hachi kamalur hamana le betin. This is what Hashem is telling betin. Imrule le yabam, yakum Hashem achiv. Go tell this yabam that you have to name the baby after his uh, after his uncle. Ela, taigiz rashava, piktelegame, comes exrashava and knocks it out completely. That has nothing to do with name, it has to do with uh, the Yerusha inheritance. So the Nagmara now asks, You're telling me that when it says, is talking about the older brother, and not talking about the child born. Maybe the Bechor should do the Yibum, and the regular brother cannot do a Yibum. The Gemara says that can't be. If that's the case, he's never a bechor. Why would so then? Why would that case ever be brought up? Yeah, they have to say that even a regular brother could do the ibum. Parich Ravaha. So now Ravaha asks a question. Maybe it's coming to knock out a Bechor uh, from the mother's side. Meaning if he's only Bechor from the mother, not a Bechor from the father, then uh, he doesn't get the Yibum. The Gemara answers, You can't even bring that up to the table. Why? The Yibum is, is Talui Benahala, and Benahala has nothing to do with the mother's side of the family. So the Gemara now continues asking, When there's a Bechor, then there should be Yibum. We shouldn't do Yibum, that's it. It's only when there's a Bechor, right? No, the Pasuk says, two brothers are sitting, one of them dies. Aren't we aren't we aren't we saying Aren't we discussing that the older one died, the younger one should do Yibum? The Gemara again, Maybe the Pasuk is talking about the younger brother dying and the older brother who's a Bechor should do Yibum. 
The Gemara says, no, no, no. No, the Pasuk ended up saying, talking about And if that's the case, we have to say that uh, the that uh, if that if they were adding then we have to be talking about a case where there's no bechor, and therefore even a regular could do a yibum. Okay. So maybe if there's no bechor, kadam katam kadan zacha. If there is no bechor, then if the younger brother did the, the yibum first, okay, you got her. But if there is a bechor, kadam katan lozacha, and the katan decided he wants to marry her and he jumped first, no, there's a bechor. It's not your wife. It's a, it's his. So whatever you just did was nothing. Amar Kera, no, the Pasuk comes and says, Ki yachdav. The brothers sitting together, The brothers are sitting, they're equal to one another, meaning there's no difference in the dinim. So if one brother married her first or the other, it doesn't make a difference who's a Bechor, who's a Katan. So now the Gemara continues asking, So let's say, listen, if there's a Gadol, go to the Gadol, right? And then we should try to t- push him to do Yibum. But if there's no Bechor, we don't uh, have to look uh, uh, for the older brother. Uh, either everyone is equal. Meaning you could ask a brother number three, brother number four, brother number eight. Anyone can do the Yibum. Now the Gemara says, if that's the case, why did Abaye the older mitzvah? He said mitzvah bagadole abim mitzvah to go to the older brother. If the older brother didn't want you, you go to the, uh, to the younger brother. She explains you go to the next brother in line. One first brother, the second brother, the third brother. Zafot explains uh, you go to the next brother, and if he doesn't want, then you could go to any one of the brothers in line. Bottom line is. He didn't want and we said to the Gadol, you got to do what you got to do. Now going with the fact that if the older brothers want to do it, we got about the two, then three, then four, then we see there is an order. Based on what Abaye Keshisha is teaching us over here, it goes against our logic to before. We said when there's no Bechor, we, and everyone's equal. The Gemara explains, no, kibchor. The same rules as a bechor. Ma bechor bechor atogar malo, avgadol gedul atogar malo. No, the older brother is like a bechor. What does that mean? He's like a bechor. He's like a bechor that because he's the oldest, he gets he gets uh, the mitzvah. He gets the first rights to do this mitzvah over anybody else. Now the Gemara asks, ve'ema ki me'aben bechor lishkol nahala, ki me'aben pashut lo lishkol nahala. When the bechor does the when the bechor does the yibum, he'll get the nahala. But if a regular other brother does the yibum, he doesn't get the nahala. If you look at the last rashi on the page, lo lishkol nahala, they have bechor ketiv because you see it has to do with the bechor. So the Gemara explains, Amar kera yakum al shem achiv kam. You know, really the biggest anyan over here is that he's come al shem achiv. He does the yibum for his brother, and he did do it, so therefore he gets the nahala. So now the Gemara asks if there's no difference between the person who's a Bechor and the person who's not a Bechor. Ve'ela Bechor, the Kariyera Hamana, Lamayil Cheta. So why is the Pasuk calling him a Bechor? 
And what's the Ayan of calling him a Bechor? You should just write, Bahayah Gadol. So the Gemara explains the Giri'uta. It's coming to take away the power of Bechor. What do you mean, come and take away the power of Bechor? Ma Bechor enonotel berauy keba muhzak. Afhai enonotel berauy keba muhzak. In a regular case, what's a ra'uy? Uh, we know that the that the uh, that the bechor usually gets double of what the father uh, inherits his, bequeaths to his children. So if there's two brothers, we split into three, and the bechor gets two parts, and the other brother gets the third part. So uh, now that's only with money that's muhzak that he has in the bank account, he has in property. That's that. But if someone owes him money. Or it's money that's going to come to him through some sort of business deal. You don't get double from that. You only get double from what he has. So same idea with the, with this uh, yabam, right? Uh, that you have the same din as the bechor. You only get double of the. You only get the, what the yabam has right now. But everything else, the brothers do split. Now that's Rashi's perush that he's considered a gadol. Because he's ra'uy to get everything. Now, Tosafot and the Rishonim go to town on this. And their, their perush could be, it could be that uh, Bechor means that he's just like more hashuv than everyone. It's more not ra'uy, but more like a hashivut. That he's, that he, because he's doing this mitzvah. Other Rishonim explain that, uh, what does that mean? He becomes uh, like uh, Bechor. It has more to do with Getting the inheritance of the father if the father of these brothers passed away before um, before the, the first son passed away, then he would get uh, double. But uh, if uh, he passes away afterward, then you don't get that chalik. That's what it means by Ra'uim Muhzak. Um, okay, it's very interesting, Sugya. Okay, now let's continue with the Mishnah. Hanita'ana ala shifha a person who they suspect him of being with a shifha, and then she gets freed, or he's with a goya, and then she even gaira, and then she became Jewish. A person should not uh, marry her even after she became Jewish. But if he is with her, we don't uh, kick, uh, we don't say get divorced, we don't separate them. Listen, a person has a hashad with an eshet ish. And uh, bet, they go to Betin and they said you have to get divorced. Uh, and uh, she gets divorced from her husband. Even though this person who suspected with her is Koneser, Yotzi. We should make them get divorced. Why? Because Eshet Isha is in She's a Sraddha Boil just as well as the Baal. Now the Gemara asks uh, We said, and then he marries her. Um, you shouldn't uh, kick her out. We're not worried about people saying anything. But her gerut counts. Even though she was only she only converted so she could marry him. But the gerut counts. By the way, Tosfot says, if a person uh, was, uh, you know, if they were, if he's suspected of being with a penuya or just a regular random Jewish girl, um, he and he gets married to her, we don't, uh, we're not Mahamir uh, over there. There's no Lizut Sefatayim. There's no, and no one's going to say anything. They just got married. Now, either way, her gerut counts. If a guy converts first, you can marry a Jewish girl. Or a goya who's converted to marry a man. 
וכן מי ש... ג'ורש מן, וכן מי שנתגרר לשום שולחן מלכים, או יהב גוי who wants to convert so he can get כבוד, I guess wherever he is Jewish people get כבוד, לשום עבדי שלמה, or he wants to have כבוד uh, like the עבדים of שלמה, אינן גרים, they are not גרים, דבר רבי נחמיה, שהיה רבי נחמיה אומר, אחד גרי עריות, whether they were, uh, they were forced into it, or they uh, got scared into it, to be גרי עריות, like the כותים, ואחד גרי חלומות, or uh, you had a dream that says, go convert, and he wants to become Jewish, ואחד גרי מודכי ואסתר, or, or when we're in a section that people are scared of Jewish people, אינן גרים עד שהתגיירו בזמן הזה, until they're, they're גרים uh, today. Now the Gemara asks, what does that mean, בזמן הזה? סרקלתק, what does that mean, uh, today? אלא אמק כבזמן הזה, like uh, today, meaning there, you have no real reason to be גר, except, uh, except simply to be Jewish, because you want to come at the Kanfash Hina. So now, on one hand, you see that uh, she's considered, uh, based on her Mishnah, it sounds like she is Jewish. According to here, it sounds like she's not Jewish. So Gemara explains, Halacha is, whether you whether you like it or not, they are considered converts. They're considered converts. And Tosafot adds, even according to the one who says that Gere Arayot, the those who were converted because of their fear, the the, the Kutim were, uh, they were scared of uh, lions. They're not considered Jewish. Over here, you have to say uh, it's different. Why? Because over there they left their gods. Over here, they didn't. They over, meaning by the Kutim, they didn't leave their original gods. So they worshipped Hashem plus uh, some statue. But over here. If uh, they left their gods totally and they came to be Jewish, uh, they did something. So now the Gemara asks, Ihachi, if it's considered a complete uh, conversion, lechatchila nami, then uh, he should, uh, you know, he should lechatchila be allowed to marry this uh, shifha, this alved kochavim that everyone thought he was with her. So the Gemara answers, no, mishum deravasi, deravasi, haser mimecha ikeshut pe uzut safatayim. You have to stay away from bad, uh, bad news. You don't want people talking bad about you. And the fact that uh, you, you know, when you're continuing with her, um, you're just mehazek the fact that you did avera before you were married to this lady. Now that's Rashi's perush. The Bet Yosef brings tshuvat uh, arashba. He explains what's the, what's the what's the bad news that we're talking about over here. It's that people will say that she converted for you and it's a fake conversion. You're going to, basically you're causing people to trash talk uh, the conversion, which is a huge problem. When the Mashiach comes, we're not, when things are good, we're not going to accept uh, Gerim. Same thing, when there was a lot of wars and, and, and David was winning and it was great. Not the days of Shlomo. Uh, Amar Bilazama Ikara, how do we know that? Hen Goriagur Efes Meoti. Mi Garitach, what does that those Pasuk mean? Who wants to come to the Mimgayer has to be when we're Efes. Mi Garitach, who's going to be Gar with you, live with you? Alai Hipol is going to, to, to fall down with you, is going to live with you. Aval Idach, but when, when things are good, lo, doesn't work. Now, just to go off topic, because we're already in it, and, and we discussed uh, what, on a halakhic level, what, what are we dealing with? See, 
for years, if a person wanted to be mitgayer, he'd have to go through a lot to be mitgayer to, to convert. You were living in countries that a convert would would get killed. And as uh, you know, with modern society, especially in the 1900s, people listen. They they saw a Jewish girl, why or a Jewish boy, and they wanted to convert. Why not? We're all the same. We're all even. Uh, all, the, all it needs is me jumping into mikveh. Why not? So I'll take three people and they'll watch me go to mikveh. And because of that, uh, you know, a big can of worms was opened up halachically. Um, if you do it without a betin, does it count? Um, if is it really? If it's really proven that it's just for l'shem uh, nisuin, uh, is that okay? If let's say a person doesn't plan on being uh, Jewish, that's the problem we have with uh, with uh, the Russian uh, uh, the Russian immigration to, to Israel. They're they're saying, hey, we are Jewish. We fight in the army and everything, and we want to be Jewish. But is that enough to make you Jewish if you don't plan on keeping Shabbat and holidays and 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 doing mitzvot? Uh, and then what about cases where uh, we, it wasn't done totally correct, and uh, but their plan was to to be a kosher. Uh, uh, to be a kosher Jew, a lot of things come up from this uh, sugya, and uh, it's very. It's if you ever have a free time, it's worth uh, listening to shiurim on it and uh, looking into the shalot shuvot that come out of this. But for now, we're just going to continue. Hanitana eshet ish. The Gemara continues. A person they suspect them of being with a eshet ish amarav ubaidim. They had to be aidim, and and the, that she was mizanai with him. But without aidim, we're not going to take out the, the that lady from him. Amarav sheshat amina kinayim b'shachiv rav amal lehaish matata. When Rav was uh, half asleep, he said this halacha because it goes against the brayta. The Tanya hanitana eshet ish v'tziua aliado. Um, a person they suspect him of, of being with an Ishatish and Betin took her out of uh, her husband because of this person. She now she marries a second, a third person, and she gets divorced from that third person. Im Kanas, if the now person number two wants to marry her, he should they don't have to get divorced. If, what are you talking about? If a third person came and married her and stopped the, the voice of people uh, talking trash about them, my heaven, who cares? Bottom line is there was Aidim and therefore she's a Surah Boyle forever. Rather, you have to say there's no Aidim. And because the third person came and was Mafsik the call, the, 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 the voice, the Lashonara that people are talking about. And therefore, if it's kones, but the avad, it's uh, don't divorce her. But if there was no third guy, we should take him out, even if there is no adim. Amar lachrav, Rav would answer back. Who hadin the afagav delo ata achir v'sekelekala? Even now, the same din would would apply, even if there was no third guy. If there's Aidim, we make a guy number two, the boy, I'll uh, divorce. If there's no Aidim, that she was a Mizana, we don't take them out from their hands. And this is what they said. Another person came and was Mafsik to call. Even if number three, so what, how I explain the Brayta, that even if a third guy comes, still. So, and he's mafsik the call, still do not uh, be kones. Now everybody goes against this. 
when do we say that we're motzi from 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 the guy number two the boil? Kshein labanim when she has no children. But yes, labanim lotetze. We don't want to take them out. Why? Because then people are going to start saying that they're mamzerim. Ve'im ba'u edetum ah. But if there's edim that she was mezana, afilu yesh lakama banim from her first husband tetze. So what do you see from your bottom line is that if she doesn't have any children, even without idim of the, the who, that said that she was nitma, we still uh, take out. I mean, it all depends on children, right? Which is uh, different from what we're learning up until now. So the Gemara, the Gemara answered she, that when Rav, when Rav said that with idim, that whole idea was Rav Mokela lematitin beishlabanim. Rav said our Mishnah was talking about yeshlabanim. And she also has Aidim. And since there's Banim and there's Aidim, and Motsiinota, unless there's Aide Tuma. That's what he means. So now the Gemara asks, What caused Rav to say that the Mishnah was talking about Yeshla Banim, Yeshla Aidim, and that's why Motsi, and all has to do with the Aidim. Lokma b'she'en labanim. Let's just say there's no children. There's no children. Afagavde lekaidim, and and there's no idim, but there's no children, and and then we we take her out from the guy number two from the the boil. What meaning? What caused them to say that we're talking about children and idim? Why don't you say we're talking about a case with no children and no idim? So the Gemara explains. Amarava matnitin keshite. Uh, the Mishnah was Kashetarav. What was his problem with the Mishnah? What does that mean that the Brayta said Hotsi'uha? Means they forced a litne Hotsi'ah. Say that he divorced her, he didn't want to be with her. What does that mean Hotsi'uha? Ela kol Hotsi'uha bebetin. O betin be'idim hu demafke. Betin's not going to do anything if there's no idim. They're going to tell send everybody home. Once there's idim, so you have to say that there was idim. So if there's idim, we're talking about a case that she also had children. Or you could say that uh, we don't, uh, we don't uh, separate her from uh, the Bo'el. Even when she doesn't have any children. Unless there has to be Aidim. There always has to be Aidim. And these Braitot uh, that we showed that uh, we take them out without Aidim. It's like it goes according to Rabbi. If there's a Hashad, even no Aidim separate her from her husband and of course from the from the from the, the nitan which is the boil or whatever the, the nishad and hakamim argue on him the tanya rochel a person who sells uh, perfume to ladies he's walking out of a house and a lady is putting on her belt since it's disgusting it doesn't look good it looks like his note it's pretzot she should get the voice from her husband now, if you go in and you see uh, rock spit, or we'll call it uh, in nice words, zera, on top of the on top of the bed, it's not nice. It's disgusting. Probably something happened. People are going to talk, get divorced. If you saw the, I guess the shoes upside down, meaning wherever he placed it under the dirt under the bed, you saw that the shoes were placed upside down. Now, what does that mean? You don't want meaning. I don't want to be able to see footsteps. I, they're trying to hide footsteps, and therefore they they put it upside down. This way, the person wouldn't know. You couldn't catch the guy. Since it's disgusting, people are going to say things. 
uh, you know, it's, it's, it looks like something bad happened. Tetzeh. The Gemara said, "Minalim afochim lachzed demanino." Why don't you just uh, see who the shoes belong to? Ela mekom minalim afochim. Rather, the place under where the afar is, you can't see uh, footsteps because it's upside down. That already shows that they were trying to hide something. She brings another perush where her shoes, where her husband's shoes was, meaning uh, his, means this Boyle's shoes, this Rochel's shoes, where where her where her where her shoes were, so it was like, oh, you see one big mess over here, and therefore, but you know, she doesn't like that, he likes the first perush, and therefore, you see, since things are disgusting, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, what do you call it, uh, they should get divorced. Say our Mishnah goes, like Rabbi said, there's something disgusting here, even without Aydim, get divorced. We'll continue tomorrow from uh, this point. Baruch Hashem, Amen, Amen.